You're listening to Your Judgmental Friend. Your virgin who can't drive. A podcast about hypocrisy, our shadow sides, and the things we secretly do to make ourselves look good. I would just like a little credit for the fact that I'm killing myself trying. It's petty, but it's also real. That was way harsh, Ty. Look, we're just here to point out your flaws for you. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back to Your Judgmental Friend. I'm your judgmental friend, Jessica Levity. With me today is Jetson, I want my Coke in a cup with a clear lid, Molar. Yes. Explain right. it. So, you know, I was actually thinking about this before getting here, and there is a there is a tier of enjoyment of Coke. Oh, agreed. Give me the tier. So, and I had to put it in the class of, like, lower class, middle class, upper class. And if you think the middle class gets fucked over, you're right. Okay. So, but bottom class is plastic bottle Agreed. Coke. 100%. It's just not, it's like, okay, if I have to have something, fine. Yeah. Then you go up to middle class, and middle class to me is is you go to McDonald's, you go to your drive through, you get your large Coke, and they give it to you with that clear lid. Mm. It's like you just went up that whole another level. Yes, yeah. amazing. Well, and the clear lid makes it more delicious because you can see it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then your upper class is chilled Coke that's been in the back of the fridge for like at least a good you know fifteen hours after you just bought it, and you just click that little tab thing and you hear Mm -hmm. that crisp and you're just you just you know you're about to enjoy life for a little while what about glass bottle glass bottle so that i guess would be like maybe in between mid class and upper class because i like that mexican that mexican coke when i first tried it oh my gosh he had his first mexican coke last year i blew his mind but the clear lid is just more delicious it's appealing it's sexually and visually appealing Yeah, you're right. It's stimulating your vision. Yeah, Yeah, it's like good lovemaking. I'm with you on that. Okay, and with me in the studio is Joseph. I don't think I'm good enough for this podcast day lover. Yes. Happy to be here. (laughs) I I fucking hate this. Oh, God. (laughs) You're editing this out. I don't don't know that I am. (laughs) What is wrong? I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. Well, then don't do it. I told him to be his self. I don't know. I'm just annoyed. I don't know why. Oh, you're welcome to your judgmental friend. (laughs) I'm I'm very annoyed to be here, actually. (laughs) Okay. So tell me what you're annoyed about, my love. I don't know. I just, I don't know. If it's any consolation, I'm not going to make fun of your flip-flops because I actually was on Team Joe Croc flip-flops. Right. Well, those aren't traditional Crocs. Let's get that straight. True. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. They just... He came out. He was going to school. The question was, babe, do I look professional? Collared shirt, Croc flip-flops. The answer to that question is is no. No, but not because of Crocs. We can't put Crocs in there. It's just, it was the fact of the flip-flops. I will agree with that. Well, but but it's just like the rubber cheap flip-flops. If he had been wearing like dress flip-flops, because that is a thing, it's a different story. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Really? Sorry. I'll have to show you photos and see how much of a difference it makes when you see someone in a collared shirt and a dress pant and like a higher end leather flip-flop versus like a rubber Croc flip-flop. Okay. Yeah. So, Joe, tell us why you don't want to be on this podcast. Um, because I'd rather do other things. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. Okay.
He's actually walking out in the middle of the podcast. People are going to question our marriage. They're going to be like, Jess and Joe are fighting, and that's why he walked out. Stick around. Push through the resistance. Okay. (laughs) Just be yourself. You're doing great. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Do you think you're not judgmental enough to be on this podcast? Um, No. I'm probably judgmental enough. Oh, in the background, you hear Aslan, who has no problem being on the podcast, at four months old. Yeah, he's got it. You know he's petty AF. Well, because he's got things to judge already. Yeah, totally. Four months in, and he's already judged everybody. Yeah. Excuse me, you're not changing my diaper quickly Mm -hmm. enough. Who you think you is. Okay, we're getting to petty confessions. Jetson, begin. So, as most stories start off uh, at work... Uh, because that's where I spend most of my life is at work. Um, you start to like pick up on things in life, such as, for example, when customers are calling in and they want to make a payment and they call in one minute before you're about to go on your lunch break. Granted, I'm in a queue. It's not like it's a planned call. It's not routed to me on purpose. I'm just the next available rep to take a call. I get it. But at the same time, I've got food to eat. <laughs> I've got drinks to drink. I've got my Game Boy to play in my car with my AC turned on. Mm -hmm. And you're calling me with your issues and being responsible, but it's taken away my time. (laughs) But then on the flip side, if I'm calling you or if I'm walking into a store that's like about to close, I need you to be there for me. Mm, mm. I need you to understand my needs and that my wants right now are to get something and I'm sorry that this time is inconvenient for you, but it's convenient for me. <laughs> Jetson, convenient for me, Moeller. Yes. <laughs> no, I get that. And way to like really call yourself out on that. Because when I walk into a space that's about to close, my people pleaser goes into overdrive and I'm like, no, I'm so sorry. I just wanted this Tootsie Roll. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll come back tomorrow. Oh, you're closed on the weekend. Okay, I'll wait till Monday. Don't worry about it. I just, I can't, I couldn't do that. No. I have needs. Yeah, you're technically open right now. Yeah, you're technically open. Exactly. Do you, do you if, still get a 30-minute lunch break if it goes a minute over? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Which then sometimes also, too, I guess it's on more of the bad side, is I'll sometimes – so my lunch is at 10, and sometimes I'll, like, go past 10 on purpose just to have my lunch at a later time to come back at a later time to be closer to my next break. <laughs> Where the time difference is nowhere. It's the exact same. No, it's but mental. But there's this, there's, yeah, exactly. There's it's this mental thing. gymnastics. So sometimes I won't take my break until like 10.05 or 10.10, but then when I'm ready for it is when I get that call. And I'm like, Ugh. but then it's my fault because I didn't go to lunch on time. If I had gone to lunch on time, I probably wouldn't be in that predicament. Yeah, but you don't need to accept any responsibility for that. No. I don't. Because I'm just doing what I do. I'm doing what's convenient for me. Right. All right. Oh. So Jetson could not get my four-month-old out of his little bumbo chair because his... Tootsie roll thighs, speaking of Tootsie rolls, get mm. stuck in the holes because he's so thick. He thick. You know what I mean? <laughs> so cute. And Petty Confession, the doctor said that he is could be underweight and needs to eat more, and I'm jealous. Like, why can't I have that assignment? Why has that never been said to me that I need to eat more? You have a dream life, Azzy Ray. We just we have to wake you up to feed you. That's what be woken up to be fed though. (laughs) (laughs) It's not convenient for me. (laughs) (laughs) And 
it all ties back around to that sea. But he gets to fall asleep eating, and I feel like that's really the American dream. That's the dream life. Yeah. That's absolutely the dream life. For sure. Okay, so that was my warm-up petty confession. My petty confession? Here, hold on. All right, so the baby is screaming, and Joe is leaving the studio, but not because he wants to now. (laughs) Say something as you exit so that people don't think you left in a huff. Well, it's actually good material for the podcast that I was so resistant of it. In the end. So it would have been interesting to follow through and to see and to examine that and see what the root of that was because I'm all about it. So how about episode five? Can we get you in here without a baby? Yeah, totally. And see why you're so resistant to the podcast. Yes, I could use some work around that wound. (laughs) Okay, get out of here. Thank you, Daddy-O. Bye, Daddy BJ. Mm -hmm. Okay. So podcasting with baby, if we had done it 30 minutes ago, would have been fine. Would have been perfect. Okay. So my po- my potty ped cast, my petty podcast confession, I need you to go here with me. All right. There's a girl on Instagram. Okay. She's local. She's beautiful. She's very talented. I follow her because everything that she posts is beautiful. Okay. She may or may not be local photographer i don't actually know her i've never met her okay okay i just follow her because i she's super talented and gorgeous and i like she seems really sweet does she know that you follow her like do you comment and she no responds oh god no no, no okay no. so just but she has a lot of followers and she seems i mean she's really talented so like um she has followers from all over the place and i know she travels to do photography mm. um but like i said i've never met her don't know her never met her in person she posts a lot of selfies, as she should, because okay. she's beautiful. Yeah. The girl has the same body pose in every photo, and it's driving me insane. Now, I could stop following her, but I can't possibly do that. Right. No, that makes sense. I can't stop following her. But I've been taking screenshots of all of her selfies that because I dream... <laughs> Of one day creating an anonymous account and sending it to her and being like, hey, girl, just let you know you need to try a new pose out because and it's not just like a casual pose. It's always hand like cutely grabbing her hair or her hat Mm -hmm. and then popping, popping her one leg out. So it's it's a pose. It's not just like, yeah, I'm standing straight up in every photo. Everyone does. It's you're grabbing something up here to look semi-candid, and then you're popping a leg out. And so when you look from a bird's eye view at all of your photos, I think you would be like, oh, my gosh. I need to, like, I have a go-to pose. I need to change this up. But I'm never going to actually do that. But I'm screenshotting them, and I have a friend that I send them to <laughs> just because it's become, like, a thing. She's the first person I ever confessed it to that I've become obsessed with this. Oh, my gosh. But what it – the reason I'm a hypocrite is because I have a go-to face, like, in all of my photos. Mm. I have two go-to faces. Like, one is mouth open, like I'm like, ah! Yeah, like that yeah. one and it's cute it's very cartoonish Bubbly. and i always look yeah and i always like it's flattering for my face and i and it's just like cute and very jester um my other one is closed mouth like no teeth showing and i raise my eyebrows and i smile 
And it like, yeah. it's super flattering. Somebody once told me like, oh, if you raise your eyebrows, it will like elongate your face. And so mm. I have a go-to face. So. And no one's making collages out of <laughs> your selfies. I'm just, I'm going to show you after this podcast and you're going to be like, what the hell? This girl needs to change it up. Totally. Have you ever seen the movie I Heart Huckabees? No, I haven't. Oh, God. Favorite movie of all time. My number one favorite movie. But it's it's um, a very, like, existential comedy. It's got um, Lily Tomlin mm. and Dustin Hoffman and Mark Wahlberg. Mm. Super funny. It's really funny. But it's this guy hires two existential detectives to solve the meaning of a coincidence that keeps happening in his life. Oh. Yeah, really interesting. But anyway, something that comes up is there's this one character who's kind of like a smarmy um, CEO type. His name's Brad, and he's pretty. Like most Brads. I know. (laughs) Fucking Brads. Brad, if you're listening. Anyway. Cooper. Yeah. Bradley Cooper. (laughs) Right, that's who I was thinking of. So, um, like, he tells this same anecdotal story about this one time he met Shania Twain, like all throughout the movie and everyone laughs. It's the story he tells because it, and so he goes to see the existential detectives to piss off the protagonist, but to act like he's, that's not what he's doing. But anyway, they follow you around, right. To like solve your life. Right. And so they sit him down and they're like, you tell this story all the time. And he's like, no, I don't they're like, no, you repeat yourself. You tell the story all the time. And he's like, no, I don't. And then they start playing a recording like May 7th, June 5th, and he like slowly dies inside. I think I can't remember, but I think he like almost pukes because it basically kills his ego. And they're like, "You tell that story all the time because it makes you look funny because it makes people laugh and it's it makes like you the look fish cool." Was this big every story by your uncle Bob? Yeah, but because it makes you look cool because you know Shania and you pulled one over on Shania, so it makes you seem smart and witty. And like they tell him why he repeats the story all the time, and he's like. He, you watch him get go from cocky to freaking dead. Jeez, it's delicious. Watch that movie if you haven't seen it. I'll have to now, but now I'm so aware that that's gonna happen to me at some point in my life. As somebody that I'm not aware of that I do all the time. I know. Well, it's hard because Joe and I have a code of like, like um, a um spouse code of like, hey, you're doing that thing, you know. Oh. But it's still devastating, and I probably oh. do. Like, if I look out on any, look back on any social media post more than two years old, I cringe. Whether it's the caption, mm-hmm. my pose, what I'm wearing, why I'm posting it, I cringe. Oh. So I think any amount of, like, honest self-reflection is painful. It is. And I know that I have my go-to stories. And I have my go-to stories with other people yeah. that I know other people are tired of hearing. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's really funny because then in the next scene in that movie, like he's in a business meeting and like one of his chummy coworkers is like, hey, Brad, tell the Shania Twain story. Oh, no. And he's like, no, 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 no. And he's like, oh, yeah, come on, do it. You made her the sandwich, right? And he's like, no, 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 no. And he starts to have a panic attack. Oh. Yeah, because like all of a sudden See, this image you have fair. of yourself. You took away somebody's happiness. By telling them? I think. In a, in a sense, because then because then by law of nature, the next day someone's going to come and like be legit honest and be like, dude, I really want to like hear this. Or like, I've, I know I've heard it like a couple times, but I want you to tell this story again. And you've now just taken away that person's happiness of telling that story. That's so joyful. I don't know, because I feel like that's on that person to be like, you know what? This story in this moment deserves to be told. And I'm telling it without 
need. I'm not because in, uh, in the movie he's telling it so that he looks funny he looks, and smart, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. But if you're actually sitting in a scenario where that story is actually fucking relevant, then by all means tell it. But I guarantee all of us have a story that we tell at the time that all of our other friends are rolling their eyes at. And they probably all talk about it. Uh, don't tell me, guys. You don't want to know? See, and I'm like, tell me, because being oblivious and unaware is one of my biggest fears. I'm fine being oblivious. <laughs> I feel like I get by with that. But then aren't you devastated when you find out something that you were oblivious to? Like if someone was like, hey, dude, and every photo that you post on Instagram, you have the same pose. You thought you looked cute. Just thought you might want to know. That's your wound. So right now, Judson is speaking woundology, woundology, which you heard Joe on the way out say that that was his wound. This is something that we are learning, that everyone's wounds are their wounds it's and how they wound. react to them. Yep. It's true. You're in charge of your own happiness. If it makes you unhappy to see me pose the same way every day. Yeah. No, fine. it's true. So then what is my wound by looking at this girl and being like, she needs to shake things up. Okay, so... It's really just me projecting the way that I do the same thing over and over again. Good God. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. That's the point of your judgmental friend sure is that, that I'm just projecting things onto other people that I judge in myself. Yeah. No. And that's what I'm saying. That's why I talked about the I have a go-to face. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you have a go-to face. I promise. Only someone as innocent as my dear husband does not have like i have to tell him hey babe you should suck in like suck in for this photo just for two seconds just suck in you forgot to smile yeah you gotta gotta smile baby gotta look at the camera (laughs) yeah just look that way (laughs) but like he's just so comfortable in his skin and comfortable with who he is he doesn't think like oh i need to suck in i need to have an angle right do you even know what your angle is i don't well so i only get pictures taken when i'm really drunk of me, I feel like. And so I don't care at that point. But I definitely, I know I have a face for sure. Because what I do is I pin my ears. Oh, weird. Takes, he just moved his ears yeah, back, you it guys. It takes all of this away. Because I feel like I'm just chubbier in the cheeks. But if I do that, like, it just, it, it like, strengthens this and kind of, like, smooths this out. I feel smoother here. And then I'll just, like, like a little smile. Like, I can't smile, like, on command. But I'll do, like, a little smile. Or I'll also do your... <gasps> Yeah. So I'll do, and I have to do it like a little, like mm-hmm. silently to like get the emotion of it. Um, I don't think I have an angle. What's your opinion on people forcing a sexy face? Forcing a sexy face? Mm-hmm. And like an Instagram pic, like, oh, I'm just in my car, but. No. If it's for like public domain, yeah, not cute, I don't think. I mean, it's probably cute, like every few photos, you know, with the right hashtags and the right lighting and the right sepia tone or what have you <laughs> but uh but that that's for your sex days right 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 yeah so speaking of looking at photos more than two years old i was just going through and i've talked about this before um to the alchemist but i was going through some of alchemist theater's first professional photos so we're these are approaching these are three years old wow yeah two years old I lied. They're two years old. Two years old, okay. 2016, May of 2016, we had these professional photos taken by another amazing local photographer. And we were out at, on Moon Rocks at Pyramid, and, like, we're in all white, and this looks like a very, like, Martian oh, yeah. land out there. And every single photo, except for a couple of mine, I do, like, have to raise my hand. Um, we are so fucking serious. Like, we yeah. are thinking that we are the hot, sexy 
modern millennial ministers here to bring you the Lord into your heart while looking fly. And like, we're not smiling at any of them. We're not having fun. They're all super serious. And they're all like, we think we are so cool and we are trying to be so sexy. See, and it wasn't planned that way, right? Because I I, I went to, I was there with you guys. right. But I don't, I don't remember that being like the drive for it, but it just naturally just happened in that whole aspect. Yeah, That's and even, crazy. even sometimes the utility players are notorious for trying to take these really sexy photos like, bitches, you are comedians. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to look so sexy and serious? But it's just that image that we want to portray on social media of like, oh, is this a really beautiful photo of me? I just posted it because of. But why is that beautiful? I mean, I get it. I get it because I do it too. But like, I love the. I don't know if you've ever seen them, but on like um on Facebook, I always see it. And it's this, it's this like average day mom and she takes pages from a magazine of like yep. beautiful people and she like recreates it but in like the modern day her life own way. and it is so funny and to me that's beautiful like that is that's like that's so it's funny at the same time as it is beautiful and like it's it's natural and it's yeah it's average you know or like what should be average yeah so i think why why is that the go-to i don't know because i think we like it so we are browsing social media we're seeing other people do it our brains are going ooh, that's pretty that's beautiful yeah. and then we're trying to emulate that ourselves when we get behind the camera or in front of the camera yeah but every time i try i just end up looking like igor <laughs> it's not cute <laughs> oh man i could talk about social media forever and so i feel like right. we have to get off of this topic but that was a really big petty confession for me that i had to write down that i have been stalking this girl only to judge the way that her pose is the same and mm-hmm. before we switch I did just see one of those fucking like BuzzFeed articles that's like um, how to look your best in all of your photos. And I kid you not that one of the things was to pop your leg out because it makes you look thinner. And I was like, oh, I'm on to that bitch. Yeah. But anything I can do to look thinner in a photo I'm going to do. It's more athletic. It's like this. I feel like that puts too much more on my front. Yeah, I will show you. Okay. And we will go through the photos. <laughs> I have to find a photo of someone doing that that is not this girl. And for the, like, photo for this podcast for this week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You can do it with me outside in the yard. And- okay, cool. Do you have any more? We have, like, seven minutes. Seven minutes. The only thing I can like think of is like, but and this is because so I saw I thought about the thing that I thought about before like walking down here, and I was like, oh, perfect, this is like more concrete. But the other thing I was thinking about is like doing, getting favors done for you by people, but never returning the favor of doing a favor. So this is similar to the vending machine story. Yeah. So did someone it's do my you, everyday life? Did you do someone a favor and they didn't do you a favor? No. So opposite is my norm. Okay. I want people to do me favors. Babe, get me a Coke from the fridge. Babe, get me pizza from the oven. Friend, do this or that for me. And then it's like when, it, it, but it comes down to convenience. <laughs> I think that is like, I think that needs to legitimately be in my name somewhere is when someone's asking me, even if I could easily do it right then and there, I am inconvenienced by you asking me to do something for you. Do you not see that I am an important person sitting here at my call center job <laughs> making <laughs> X amount of money an hour. I do not have time to help you right now. Mm, what do you think that's rooted in? Besides, like, what is the convenience rooted in? 
I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't know if there's like a root to it because I think about it all the time because I realize that I do it all the time. But I don't know the reason for it and I don't make the attempt to make a change. And if Andrew was sitting here right now, he'd be like shaking his head yes the whole entire way because I'm so like I have to go and pick up McDonald's for us after this podcast for dinner. And that's so that's I don't want to. You want him to do it. But all he does is pick up dinner for us or all he does is, is make the dinner or, or plans the dinner and stuff like that. And and the one day out of my week that I can go and pick it up because I'm technically out of the house and he's going to be home before me. Mm. I don't want to. I don't want to do it, which is probably why I never really go out on the weekends. <laughs> it's because I don't want to be trapped into having to do something that I don't want to do at a later time. Wow. So, man. This is like pre, you're getting married in three weeks. I wish he was on this podcast right now. Well, one day. I mean, this is, this can't last forever. It's not sustainable. I mean, three years so far. Do you judge someone when they don't, (laughs) when they don't want to do you a favor? Oh yeah. Okay. And what are you judging them? Like, what are you saying? Am I not worth it for you? Mm. So one of the things that I'll tell Andrew, and it's, it's funny. I poke fun, fun at it, fun at it um is i'll be like babe give me a coke go give me a coke from the fridge and they'll be like no 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 and like i'll like let it pause for like 30 45 seconds and i'll just look at him and be like when did you stop and i'll be like stop what and i'm like loving me and caring about me and he was like stop i never stop and i'm like i think you did because i don't have a coke right now i just do this thing that and is so, so <laughs> manipulative oh my god i'm the worst no i'm super manipulative oh i said it right <laughs> I'm usually not good at that word, <laughs> um, but that's and that and I'll try and get him to like go. I'm like, babe, go out and go get us food. Like, go get us food. Just go. Like, you're going to want to go, so you might as well just go now and stop fighting me about it because we both know that you're just going to go. So go and go get us food. I'm paying. You're flying. That's how this works. Blah blah. blah. Oh, I'm 100% manipulative. I said it twice. Yeah. Wow. Good. Yeah, I'm not a good boyfriend. Mm. To okay. That extent. Or fiance. I mean. I consider that equal. Okay, yeah, totally. You're not a good but boyfriend. I'm not a good boyfriend. How do you feel about that? I give good head. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's episode of Your Judgmental Friend. I encourage you, implore you, demand in fact, for you to go through your social media right now and look at your face and your poses. If you've got the same pose, you need to shake it up because I'm judging you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>